Blog Talk Radio. G's on the Ladies and gentlemen, how's everybody doing out there? It ain't a normal Sunday without the Outsiders of Boxing Podcast. Coming to you live and in effect, 6 o'clock Pacific time. Enjoying the glorious Sunday on God's Day where we can enjoy some of the other things in life, such as football and all that good stuff. Hope everybody's fantasy football line is going great. I'm doing all right. Doing okay. Had a little uh, dilemma last week. Wasn't able to make the show. Had an event that I had going on here in town, which started early in the day. And as if you know, when things coming on, when you uh, tend to tailgate a little hard early in the day, doesn't look too good for the rest of the day. Uh, Similar to a quick story, if I could afford somebody's time. Uh, tailgate at a Miami Hurricane game when we played the Florida Gators three years ago. That tailgate party started at 8 o'clock in the morning. I think I was out there on a strip later on in the night. Called an early one, man. Called an early one, man. That's kind of what happened last week. But luckily for myself, I have my guy, Willa, who's who uh, was the man who got this whole thing started off and going on. And him and Janelle, Janelle has always been a great mind in the sport and held it down for me when I was in my absence. So, lucky for me. I don't know if uh, a lot of people could get away with that whenever, uh, with such as the likes of Joe Rogan. If Joe Rogan's not able to make it, I don't think if young Jamie or anybody can hold down the show uh, such as the way my guy did. So, um, But that's why he's uh, the main guy on the uh, Willa and Whoops show that's been going on pretty hot Wednesdays, uh, 7 o'clock Pacific time. I enjoy the hell out that show. Been making a appearance the last few times on there because everything that's going on over there is straight fire, man, I'm telling you. Uh, getting into everything that's going on in the world and all that, got to love it, man, got to love it. But over here on this side of the podcast, we're doing the boxing talk. And as we know, boxing is just as ugly as it is in politics, so we got a lot to talk about. We got a whole lot to talk about. We're trying to get this whole Outsiders of Boxing podcast pushed on because we are making an effort to get our name out there in the podcasting world when it comes to boxing. And Willow was at the forefront waving the flag at it this week. If you follow him on social media, at Willow the King, um, on Facebook, Damon Wilson, you would see that he was going live this week. But I'll let him tell you about how that went. Because I would just be... I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it no justice saying how everything went because he's got the inside scoop on it. So nonetheless, let's go to my guy, who I'd like to thank for holding it down last week in my absence. And can't wait to make a great show today, man. Taking it all the way to God's country in Houston, Texas. D. Willow Wilson, my guy. What's going on, man? RC, RC, what's up, man? Glad to have you back. Um, you know, me and Janelle, shout out to... Janelle, you know, I'm not going to respect, uh, disrespect Janelle and call him a jailbird or anything like that. We're just going to call him Janelle. Janelle held it down. I called him. Um, you know, he was in the strip club. He said, hey, give him a couple hours. He can make it happen. You know, <laughs> hey, and, and he made it happen, man. So, and, but before we get into, uh, you know, what I, what, uh, what I got into, what was that Friday of this week, this week, um, I want to say that we hear, RC, we hear in your voice some kind of pep. Seems like this is a whole, uh, this is like a new, R- not a new RC, but it seems like, you know, the last couple of weeks you've been, you know, it's, it feels like you had some kind of something holding you down, some kind of anger inside. I don't know if it was hurt or anger. 
But today you get on, you sounded fresh. You know, I don't know if it was the week off. I don't know if something in, in your life, you know, something came back to you in your life that you were missing so much. I don't know if that happened, but you just sound so fresh today. And I just want to say that we hear it on the phone, man. So is there anything that happened this, this weekend that got you feeling like, you know, like the old RC? Well, you know, I try to live every day. Like if I wake up in the morning, all my fingers work, I'm able to walk. I ain't got much to complain about. But there is this little snowflake thing that I've been riding on with here and there. We had a really good week this uh, this, this past week, a really good Friday, a uh, really good Saturday earlier today, which while we came on at a certain time today. And, you know, Willis, you're a very smart man, really intelligent, and I'm sure that you uh, can, can read people really well because you could read the – the good vibes coming from myself. And, you know, I just try to spread the love, man. I, I don't like to come on here and, and toss no hate around and do all kind of crazy stuff like that. I'm a regular humanitarian when it comes down to it. And let's just say that I've had a very white weekend, and it's all good, man. Thank you very much. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. You know, hey, love is what, what heals all, man. And I'm glad that that snow love has got, got the old RC back. And hey, we hear the hear the pep in your step, man. So hey, welcome back, bro. So, uh, but we'll appreciate uh, it, my man. Thank you. Like you said, we like we're 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 a new podcast. We're trying to get our name out there. So you know, anytime I can be around boxing, I'm gonna try to throw our name out there. And this week, uh, me and my little man and my pops, we went to Jermel Charlo's um, media day. Uh, I know you're saying, well, he doesn't fight, I don't think, until like the 14th. What are you talking about, Willa? Well, Jamel Charla, being the man of Houston, Texas, decided that, you know, Houston hasn't had a good, hasn't had a, hasn't had a Houston fight fighter uh, since uh, Juan Diaz and, uh, oh, man, Rocky Warren's. And so they, we, we did have the Canelo fight not too long ago, but Canelo isn't from Houston, you know, so we've got, uh, so these guys are trying to, Bring that H-Town love back, the Charlo brothers, Jamal, the uh, the the super no, and the Jamal, uh, Jamal yeah, Jamal is the middleweight now. Jamal is the junior middleweight, and so these guys are, uh, you know, they're trying to bring the Houston back, and so uh, so Jamal Charlo coming uh before his fight with Eckerson uh, Lupin, uh, I think that's how you say his name. Um, 18 and 0 guy, which should be a good fight. He decided that he was going to come and do a little media day in Houston. So he had a little press conference, very light uh, press conference, where I was able to ask a few questions, uh, ask him about the hurricane. Uh, I wish we could give you the actual um, the audio, but you know I'm not my, my skills ain't there yet. We'll get it. That's what we got Wilts for. Wilts went to watch the bum ass Texans today. Uh, I think they won. Watson was looking good. So. So shout out to Wills, but usually Wills is that guy, so we couldn't get it in. But you know, I asked him about how 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 training was with the um, with the hurricane. You know, training for a major fight, um, and you know, you have your family and friends involved in the hurricane. How did that affect him? You know, as a true champion, he said it didn't affect him. You know, he just kept his mind on the prize. And you know, most people think that's selfish, but I believe you know to be a world championship boxer you got to be able to focus on one thing, and not many people can do that, and that's what makes, uh, you know, world elite championship boxers special because they're able to have that one-track mind when everything else is going wrong, you know. Um, so Jamal came up, uh, Jamal came in, put on a great uh, little exercise, a uh, little workout for the fans, had a lot of kids in there. This was at his, him and his brother's uh, boxing gym in, I want to say it's in Sugarland, Texas, which is a suburb of Houston, Texas. Um, the uh, uh, Charlo Brothers Boxing Gym. So he came in full of energy, full of love, showing love. Uh, did a little shadow work, did a little bag work, did a little. Uh, had the guy come in with the um, with the body pads on. Got gave him some work. Did a little speed bag work. Did a little heavy bag work. Um, you know, for the fans. Then he took more questions. Um, his brother, the uh, middleweight, came in. Had a lot of questions about um, about Triple G and Canelo. He said that he had Triple G uh, winning a close fight. Uh, I, I booed that. We laughed. Um, but they also said that they're looking to 
make a name in Houston for fighting. Uh, like they're starting their gym. They said they've got a few fighters out here, and they're going to start to um, start to try to have some fights in Houston. You know, I think Houston is the fourth biggest city in America, and we don't get a lot of fights, and we should because we got a lot of boxing fans um, out here. Um, a question that I did get to ask, and um, I didn't get it on video or anything, was my man Jamel Charlo's name is up for a fight. His name is mentioned in a fight in December. And when I say December, I know RC's, his, his, uh, his ears went up. I know he knows who I'm talking about. We've got a, a guy that's oh, man. not washed up. He's not washed up, but this, he's in the spin cycle. He's almost complete. The bell is about to ring. The washer is going to be done for Cotto. And Charlo wants that fight. I don't think Cotto wants that fight, uh, RC. Um, the way he was hitting that bag. Now, this was the bag. Hey, this guy is punching. You know, we used to think Jamel Charlo was the was the weaker of the brothers, and he probably still is. But if your brother's at a 98 power and you're doing 95, 94, you're weaker, but you ain't weak. And he was throwing some shots. You know, he's, he's uh, about to fight Lupin here in a couple of weeks. I don't really know too much about Lupin, uh, only that he's uh, 18, year, 18 years old from U.S. Southpaw, uh, from Orlando, Florida. Uh, so he's an up-and-comer, 18 and 0, 13 KO. So he's just an up-and-comer. I think this is a fight that they're taking a tough, a tougher fight just to get get the bigger fight, hopefully in uh, in December. But you know, besides that, had a great. Um, great Friday. I'm glad the Charlo brothers did that. They also had a food drive there. People brought cans. Goods. They did it for the uh, Houston Food Bank. I think after that, they went and did some um, some um, some work with the food bank, uh, volunteering with the food bank. So, you know, they're deep. They're 10 toes down in Houston, and they're showing their love for the city, and that's what we like to see. So, shout out to the Charlo brothers. I think I got the inside scoop now. So, um, hopefully, we'll be hearing more from those guys. As OTG, I mean OTG, fuck that. As Outsiders Box Bob Boxing Podcast grows. Most definitely, man. And like you mentioned, when us being a new podcast coming up, it's nice whenever we get something coming out to where we could get out there and, and like you mentioned, get the full scoop. Uh, uh, when you were out there, I was wanting to ask you, like, you know, what were some of those chopping blows looking like in person? Because we see what it looks like on when it's going viral and things like that, but you don't really get to hear the grasp, the full grasp of somebody's power and speed until you're right there in the belly of the beast, which is that bag that's unfortunately getting the, the tougher end of the side of the stick. But, uh, man, the Charlo brothers are definitely a problem right now, and they're going to be a problem for a while. I mean, it, I was mentioning the sign when you were on the video with it, and it's like, yo, this is a scary dude. And then you see someone that pops up in the video, and it's a twin of his. It's two, There's two of them. It's scary, man. So I think you mentioned about – a possible fight in December. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it would be wise for Miguel Cotter to get in the ring with him. I, I really don't. Um, I've seen reports coming through about possibly getting in the ring with David Lemieux. That's a good fight to end on. I'd be a nice one. I'd be a good go, going home card for for Miguel Cotto. Uh, I definitely don't want to get in there with some of those young lions, such as the Charlo brothers, that are going to be tag teaming on the middleweight division soon to come. Um but, yeah, you know, great guys. Uh, Houston's a very big city, and, and if they're trying to bring some more boxing to, to get recognition coming through out there, that's, that's great, man. You know, um, the more the merrier, and if it's, it could bring awareness into what's going on in the sport, and, you know, uh, we could keep it pushing forward. And, you know, these guys call themselves the future of boxing for a reason. Uh, I really see them doing big things. That's why I was hoping to get some of those questions of how far they were in their mind. How far do they think they're along before they could get a big fight? With the you know the pay per view cash cow such as Canelo, um, big name like they the, want it now. The, they want it now. I, I, I'm sure they do man. want it now. And they look ready. You know, if you look up the last few fights, you're talking about sensational finishes, man. Stuff like this that would be on a big scale with a big audience. That's what boxing needs. These guys are going to be a problem for a while, man. And it's only going it's only going better from here. But you know, I, I really think if they want to and be smart about it, they should go for those two names because I hear them saying names like Danny Jacobs and stuff like that, which I don't think that they're ready for yet. Danny Jacobs, I think, is still um, well-progressed in season for 
compared to the Charlo brothers at this point in time. But, you know, what, what goes on in the future, that remains to be seen. So um, mentioning about boxing when it's in the backyard and things like that, uh, uh, November 11th we have Jose Ramirez, which I've been talking about coming from Avenel, California, Central California backyard, uh, 20 victories, 15 knockouts. He'll be going into his first big test fight with uh, Mike Yes Indeed Reed, 23-0, 12 knockouts, November 11th at the Save Mart Center in Fresno, California. I'll definitely be looking to go out there and go for a media day. And like we said, just just wave the flag at wherever we're at because if we can get this thing on the ground running, we got a great audience already coming from the background which we came from, you and I, Willa, and really looking forward to getting this thing moving because what we've been doing for the last two, three years, it's it, the, the, the stuff that's been on record, the stuff that's been uh, on the archives, is stuff that shouldn't go unnoticed. I'm not saying that we, you know, are tooting our own horn or beating to our own drum and st- stuff like that, but I think that from all the work that we put in, we should be up there with certain names, which I'm not going to mention none of that stuff, but I think that as long as we keep it going forward and keep it pushing and keep putting in the work, we're going to be all right, man, and we're going we're gonna to make this thing really pop off real soon. So, I mean, you've been out there with the uh, – with some guys, and, and I'm going to be going out there pretty soon here. And it's been a great 2017. We've been moving in a direction that we've been talking about moving into, and it's all coming to fruition. I'm really excited about what's going forward, man. Um, the, uh, so how long were you out there this last Friday? i seen you going live a few times, my man, but then the broadcast got interrupted and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, shit, I don't, I don't know what happened. Let's but keep it real. How long were you out there for? I'm going to keep it one. I'm going to keep it 100% real. They, we were out there. He came in at uh, about – we, me and my pops and my, my son, we came in about 12. He got there at about 12.30, did a question. Um, so we stayed there for about two hours. Now, the first first live I went, I'm showing uh, – <clears throat> and uh, my fault. First live, I'm asking – people are asking questions. I got cut off asking questions. You know, you want I don't want to be the rude guy. We're new. We had, like, the, the news there. So I'm not trying to jump in. And then he went, to, like he was right. about to go ask the question. The guy jumped in, and then I, I got a little shaky. For some reason, I got a little nervous. I ain't gonna lie. So if you're looking at the, you're looking at the, uh, the screen, it might have started getting a little shaky. I'm like, oh man. So I had to shut it off. Like, damn, be will, hey, calm down. You know, relax. You know, you know, I was live. I think uh-huh. it was because it was live. You know, it had me a little shaky. You know, but so, so then I got up again and uh, asked the question. Then I stopped, then I showed his uh, shadow work, then we showed the bag work. So, you know, they, he, he did about two hours, with the, maybe an hour and a half with the people answering questions, taking pictures. Um, and, like I, and like I said, he, you know, you were asking about those shots. And we call those woo hits. Usually in, in football is where, you know, you, you hit somebody and make the crowd go, woo. And the way he was hitting those bags, you know, my son oh, yeah. was saying woo every time, you know. That, hey, even my old man was like, <laughs> about this guy, but he's hitting hard. I don't know how everybody else hits, but he's hitting hard. I was like, yeah, and that's supposed to be the weaker brother, you know. So, hey, these guys are ready. Are You know, are they ready for Canelo and Triple G? They say they are. You know, their their resume doesn't say that. Their resume hasn't been proven that they are, but I would like to see, you know, them get the big fight so we can actually see if they are elite. They look like they are. Um, you know, they're both knocking boys out, uh, but they haven't fought the best of the best yet. So hopefully that comes soon, and hopefully it'll be in Houston, Texas. And it always gets proven in between those ropes, my man, no matter what. They they come in a certain way, and it's not sure if they're going to leave a certain way, but the way they've been putting in work, they've been coming out even bigger than the way they've been going in those rings. So we're looking forward to those matches. Hey, yo, it's all going to come down the line eventually. I will say this a little funny tidbit. Now, they did get a little upset with me because I asked them about the fight. And uh, then uh, I did a little side note. I was like, well, I hope y'all bring them out like Canelo did. And they looked at me. I was like, hey, you know, Canelo had them out. Uh, you know, they were a little upset with that. Like, they were a little, they felt a little offended. But, uh, you know, Canelo brought them out. And he ain't from Houston, so... If the Charlos have a fight, I need to see for them to get Canelo credit. I need to see groups of women, three to five B, <laughs> no, walking into their fight. And when I see that, I will say they they've got a uh, you know they won the Houston crowd over, which they should be able to do. 
but I don't know if they're Canelo ready yet. They didn't, they didn't like hearing that. They didn't want to hear Canelo or Triple G that much in that uh, <laughs> in the question and answer. So. Yeah, that's funny, man. That's funny, man. That's why we got our own flavor here at the outside of the boxing podcast. That's a good one, man, because, yeah, like you mentioned, when you were out there to see it for yourself, and as, as myself in, in Vegas recently, uh, the, the honeys were out there, man. You know, that's why they had a little bit of fun out there, man. You know, and you've seen them out there. So it's like, yo, it's, it's, uh, it's a competition not only in the boxing ring, but you got to bring that star power. I know that they were – I'm not sure which one of the Charlo brothers was messing with the Kardashians, but I'm sure they got a little bit of an extra following because of that. I mean, you look up – I mean, if you just type in Tristan Thompson in Google – uh, you'll probably get about 20 pages that show up unbasketball related, and that just brings a whole bunch of eyes to the table. So if they notice that the, that the Charlo brother that was hanging around with him is going to be fighting, I'm sure to bring some hoes out. So he's definitely got his work cut out for him when it comes to the outside of boxing perspective, uh, such as so not similar, but in a certain way when it comes to the drawing that goes inside. But I think they'll be all right, man. It's pretty funny, though. They're looking at you sideways for some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like hey. that, you know. But I was in there, you know, you know me. I'm, I'm a well, <clears throat> me and you haven't met face to face, excuse me. But I'm a bigger guy, so when I walk in, you know, usually people are wondering what's going on, and you know, so the they were, I was getting the eye the whole time, so I had to sort of like play nice, like I'm here, you know, I'm here to support, you know. So the only other big, the bigger, the only other guy that was bigger than me was the guy that was getting the body that had to put on that uh that body suit and catch those uh. Those hooks. To the oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hey, he was folding, so he was the only big guy. So I was getting a little eyes. They was wondering who the hell I was, but you know, I'm here for you guys, man. And I told them, hey, uh, we uh, outsiders boxing. Let them know who we are. Were uh, probably need to get some kind of cards or something. May get a little internet uh, presence, a little bigger internet presence. But they know who we are. I talked to their trainer. Um, so hopefully, you know, like I said, we've got it in there, and maybe I can you know, work my way in with, with those guys and, and, and have some, some content coming from those guys since they're, you know, local guys. So we'll see how it goes, man. Shout out to the Charlo brothers. Um, that, like I said, they're putting it down for Houston, having food drives. You know, that's that's what he really said. He wants to do it for the city, uh, get get the people together, get some uh, some donations, some food to people that are in need. People are still in need out here. So shout out to the Charlo brothers, Jamil and Jamal. Cool dudes want to see them succeed uh, to to the fullest, man. Shout out to Houston. Yeah, most definitely, man. Much respect to those guys. I I love the boxing career, what they got going on, and and doing stuff like that, trying to make it back for the city. That just puts even more respect to it. Um, you know, a guy like Deshaun Watson, uh, Houston Texans quarterback, giving his first game check to a lot of the people that are helping working over there. Just stuff like that, man. You know. It says a lot about people's character. So um, when it comes to a violent sport such as football and boxing, to see some guys giving back the way they're doing, you got nothing but love from them. You get a fan for life from a person like me when you see that on the outside perspective. So much respect to those guys. And I wanted to mention something also. Well, I, I was going to take a screenshot and send it to you, but I seen you in that gym from somebody that was in the ring with the Charlo brother when he was in there doing some work. Um, I, think, I believe it was with that guy with the bodysuit on. Uh, but it was on the Charlo Brothers story on uh, Instagram. He had it on his story where they were kind of circling around the ring, and I seen the big guy in there. And I was like, yeah, that's my guy right there. Everybody else was in nowhere near the same size as you. So I, I was like, I mentioned to get a screenshot of it, but I was on the road that day. I barely caught it when uh, you were shown, when uh, you were going live, and I looked up just to see if there was anything I could catch on that. But, yeah, I seen you out there, my man. So uh, when it comes down to it, we, we're going to keep pushing forward and um, – yeah, definitely look into some uh, building our own website coming forward. Shit, we could. Uh, I got a creative team out here, and, and we'll figure some shit out coming forward. But definitely we're going to be moving up in the ranks. That's 100%. So, um, but, uh, you know, uh, that was some good shit, man. I really appreciate you being out there and getting the name out there for us. So uh, good stuff, man. Um, not so good stuff in the boxing world. It was a fight that I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to when it comes to the heavyweights. Luis King Kong Ortiz, Deontay Wilder, a fight that boxing fans were drooling over because you got the main guy in the heavyweight division um, going against the dark horse in the heavyweight division. A guy that a lot of people say that they're uh, fearful of when it comes to somebody who don't want to be seen in the ring, such as Luis King Kong Ortiz, Cuban Southpaw. Uh, but certain things took out to me in this fight. He's been uh, caught before 
and then a co and then uh we have a um a masking type deal that comes into where you would think that a man is trying to hide something. Come to find out it possibly could be Hold on, hold on, hold on, RC, 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 RC. Hold on, hold on. Let's go, let's go, I know. Keep it, Come on, wild keep it 100%. What are you talking about, man? Give us the news, man. Just give us the news, then give us your opinion. You're hitting us with this opinion. You ain't told the people what. You're trying to dodge. We understand that this is your boy. This is your guy. And he is spit in the face of boxing. <laughs> now, you're trying to, now you're trying to sit here. You're not even telling the people what happened. So give us the news, please. What happened to your boy, King Kong Ortiz? What happened to him, man? There's a whole lot of junk going on out there that is making it seem like like my man Luis Ortiz is cheating. Uh, Reese Solomon. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Just a little bit of smoke 
and where they say smoke is, they say there's fire. I don't believe that it's something that is uh, such a big deal. I don't think Luis Ortiz would risk messing up this fight, not only for this paycheck, but for the the legacy moving forward for the man. I, I don't think it would be worth risking. And if he is, he's a stupid motherfucker, but I don't think he's that dumb. It could possibly be something, could possibly be not. But if the man's willing to risk his entire paycheck, purse, to get this fight going and prove to, to not only the, himself but the world that he was clean, then, hey, why not Deontay Wilder figure it out and see what's going on? So, uh, uh, I, hey, I'm not a doctor. Willa, like you said, we never met in person, but I'm pretty sure you're not a doctor. So it's all speculation, and I don't say nothing until we got some cold, hard facts. And uh, I believe there's a doctor which I posted on our Facebook page. I forget the man's name uh, right now off the top of my head. But there is evidence saying that Luis Ortiz was taking this high blood pressure bullshit because of the issue that he's dealt with. Now, let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, Luis Ortiz is 38 years old on paper. So you never really know what's going on with these Cubans. And maybe he's just, you know, uh, similar to like, I'm sure like, well, never mind. Let's not go there. But anyway, it's something I'm pretty sure that he has disclosed. And, hey, look, man, I don't think he's cheating. That's just me. And let's not get it twisted because I also mentioned that I think Deontay Wilder would win this fight by knockout. Mentioned that on a Facebook page. So just because Luis Ortiz is my guy doesn't mean that I'm trying to sneak some stuff out for him. But I'm just keeping it real and hopefully that this fight continues to happen because it's got a crazy undercard and all that good stuff. And it's just one of those fights that, man, it was a, uh, someone pissed in my cereal when I woke up that morning and seen that this shit was happening. So, uh, no, definitely not shooting cones spitting in the face of the people. I love the people, especially the Mexicans, the Puerto Ricans, the Asians, all of them. So, hey, it's all good, man. Um, but I know we got Janelle on the line. So let's go to him and see what he thinks about it because I'm sticking to the – I'm on the 50-50 side of the fence. Willa, as always, hating on somebody who's not American. Uh, let's see what Janelle's talking about. What's going on, guys? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, what's up? Um, yeah, I mean, the guy's dirty. I mean, I don't know what's up with these athletes today, man. I mean, I mean you know that there's like a, I mean, there's like a hit out for these like dirty athletes. So I don't know what makes these guys really use that shit. You know, you got John Jones in the UFC. But honestly, man, I think these coaches could really be behind a lot of things also, man. I mean, these coaches, you know what I mean? It's like come up if the guy they're training looks stronger and better than he could have before. So, of course, he's probably sneaking some shit in, the, in their supplements or whatever. I mean, I'm not sure what it is. But if it's the athletes doing it themselves, then it's like, I mean, that's just stupidity. I mean, I, I mean, no, these guys are gunning for it, man. These, you know what I'm saying? Some bodies just gunning for it. I, I know you're going to get popped. I mean, so what's the sense of using it? It is what it is. But, yeah, in that fight also, I do pick Wilder by knockout as well. If it if it ever does happen, I just think I just think Wilder will eventually stop him with some um, um, Hail Mary haymakers. Because one thing with Wilder, I don't think he's that skilled, but he does throw awkward punches from awkward angles. It's, it's kind of like Marcus, um, Marcus Madonna on the way, a shot that you don't see coming. It's like that Ricardo Mayorga type of guy, you know. I'm mean, a guy that throws shots that, like so so incorrectly, but they're also hard as hell, and you don't see him coming. I really see him knocking Ortiz out, even if it does. Uh, 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 steroids or not, I still see him knocking him out. I don't I don't think he stops Wilder. I think Wilder, oh the Wilder Express will keep going, and I'm not too big on Wilder as it is. But the guy uh, can bang, so you gotta give him props for that. One hundred percent. You know, you're in the fight game yourself. Whenever you're getting ready for a fight, you ask your trainers questions when they're bringing you this supplement or these kind of uh, proteins or whatnot, protein shakes and all that stuff. Well, you all think I these guys aren't asking the, questions? I mean, all I use is the organic greens. Is you take in the morning and it's like all nutrients you need for the entire day. It's in that one shake. I use that and I use the protein shake in the afternoon. Uh, and that's all I use. I don't. I, I don't use any of supplements. You know, I, mean, I, I cook all my own meals because I'm because I am a great cook. So I cook all my own meals and everything. So it's like, you know, what I mean, I just don't. I just don't trust that much shit that's out there. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It, I, I mean yeah, that's yeah, just definitely. Me. I, I'm not fighters. They buy a lot of those uh, supplements over the counters or whatever it is. But I just don't have faith in that shit. You know, I don't. I never trust none of that creatine. None of that shit. Yeah, I hear you, but when it comes to Luis Ortiz, you know, a guy who's been 
uh, he's been in detention before. You know, you would think that they'd be more cautious if, if things like this were coming up, especially in a big fight with Deontay Wilder. And that's what I'm saying. It's, champion of the world. it's crazy. And that's why, in a way, it's kind of hard to believe that, that, that the athletes actually know what they're taking, you know? You know what I'm saying? I know King Lamola Wall personally, for instance. I'm, I spar with him a lot. And now, and I know he got popped for use of uh, some years ago, and he was like, yo, he used to get things that, 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 that his trainers recommend him to do. And now he's not uh, sophisticated in that field as far as knowing what is in this product or in that product. I mean, guys just fighting, that's it. And they would hey, have, have blind faith in their trainers. If you could recall, it was a video that I put up on, on Facebook about a year or two ago where, where Freddie Roach stated that Alex Reza would give uh, Manny Pacquiao supplements. And then when he would ask him what he's giving Pacquiao, Alex Reza would always change subject. He would always change subject. And, and hey, we all know how hey, Manny Janelle, Pacquiao Janelle. was. Yeah. Hey, Janelle, this is what – these are grown men. And this is 2017. Even you say hey, two, I'm just uh, saying, two years I'm just saying, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to make one point. I got to make one point. Hold on. Please, please, please. It don't matter. Hey, I, it, it don't even matter. Just check this out. Then you make your point. Just remember your point. These are grown men. If, in 2017, if your trainer gives you something that you don't want to take and you tell him, I am not trying to, I, this is his job to give you what is legal, right? You, this is what he's supposed to do. And you say, this is what you're supposed to do. And you're not involved in taking any steroids. And he does that to you. You can what? Sue. You can sue. So when, I don't care if you know the guys or not, when somebody tells you, hey, you know, it was my coach. I don't know what I was taking. No, you knew, you knew you were getting stronger. You knew something was up. This is your body. You putting steroids in your body or something like that, and you tell me you don't know what's going on? Bullshit. It's not. Saying, these are grown I'm ass saying, men, and guys like, ain't Bernard sticking Hopkins in. And if they said, are sticking, as the words of Bernard Hopkins, listen, listen. As the words of Bernard Hopkins, he said it best. A lot of these fighters, I mean, you know, Stanford or Harvard graduates coming into this sport. They all come from the streets. They come from the projects. They come from prison, right into the fight game. I mean, fighters are the most uneducated athletes in the world. And I am a fighter, I'm telling you. I mean, look, most, you know, a lot of fighters are the most uneducated athletes in the world. You don't got to go to college to be a fighter. Over boxing, MMA, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? A lot of guys will have blind faith in their training. It, it just is what it is. It's, like, it's, like it's, not, it's not just steroids that, that, that you inject into your body with a syringe. It's steroids that you rub on your head or you rub on your body. It's mad other type of shit that's actually steroids now today. It's so many different types of steroids out there. So it's like these athletes are not educated in that field, man, and they will have blind faith. Hopkins said it best. There's no Hartford or Stanford graduate. Name one fighter you know that fucking graduated from Hartford or Stanford or Yale. Name one who's highly, highly educated. I mean, really. Chris Jerry Stony Brook. <laughs> Man. Hey, my cousin was funny. Hey. <laughs> hey, you can you sue guys like that. If, if you find I'm out just that saying, your look, trainer look, even is Freddie giving Roche, and Even he, Freddie Rose stated about how for Asheville will give many packages. That makes shit. no sense. It doesn't matter. Listen to what you're saying. Your trainer who is making millions and millions of dollars off of you is not, is not, not allowing this guy to listen. Okay, hundreds of thousands. He's making his living off of you. This is Freddie Roach's living. So you're telling me he's going to ask Alex Ariza, hey, man, what are you giving him? And he changed the subject. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, bro, what are you giving him? My fucking life is on the line. Like, what are you talking about? So that's bullshit. And Manny Pacquiao never man asked him. Gonna... And Manny Pacquiao oh, never oh, asked him. They didn't give a shit. They didn't care. Well, they didn't well, well care. obviously, Freddie Roach did us. He wouldn't have been asking him. Obviously, no, Freddie Roach didn't care. It's bullshit. That was after the fact. He didn't care. Did he get the answer? If he didn't get the answer, how did he care? Think about that. He didn't well, he let him go after a while. He let him go after a while. And then Manny Pacquiao hasn't been the same since. He let him go, and then Manny Pacquiao hasn't been the same ever since. Yeah, he let him go after we found out, and then that's when he told us he let him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell y'all. I, I don't think he found out. Questions. I don't think he found out, no. but as far as No, no, he didn't find out. We found out. Oh, yeah, we, we found, found out. We found out what oh, Alex yeah, did. But it's like, now it's like I said, Manny Pacquiao didn't ask any questions, so that tells you right there. He, you know what I'm saying? He had blind faith in Alex Ariza. He had blind faith in the yeah. guy. If only Freddie okay. Roach was asking. Yeah. It's like... A lot of fighters are not educated like that, man. Okay, yeah, you would ask, okay, that's you, but, but a lot of fighters are not educated, man. A lot of fighters, 
Is Hopkins said the best. He, he, he said better than anybody. There's no stand for the Hartford graduates in the fight game, man. And these guys Hopkins come from the street, right? Huh? Hopkins cheated too, right? I didn't say he cheated. Did Hopkins get caught cheating? Did he? Did he get caught cheating? One time? I, I don't recall this. When? Okay. No, I'm asking. I'm asking. I don't, no, no, I, no, 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 sure. okay. no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm just saying uh, this is what Hopkins said uh, uh, some while ago about no, how, like, uh, and, and that's some real shit. Oh, these fighters didn't go to school for medicine. Or, uh, she's, these fighters not educated. All they know how to do really yeah, yeah, yeah. is fight. That. If it wasn't for fighting, these guys would be fucking flipping burgers. A lot of fighters would be. Hey, these guys are signing contracts. These, when you're up there, you're signing contracts. And they sign bum so contracts. Guy, they don't read them between hey, the lines. They, a lot of fighters. So they're saying that this guy, I don't, I don't believe it. I believe they signed contracts, and this guy is, is responsible for my nutrition. And if he's giving me bullshit, he's responsible for that. This is what he's supposed to do. This is his okay, job. Okay, yeah, that's you, so, but I'm saying a lot of fighters are not like you. A lot of fighters, man, they're like very simple-minded guys. It is what it is. I mean, they're very simple-minded. All they know to do is fight. A lot of guys in, in, in the fight, in the street life, guys. they know how to fight. And that's a fact, bro. Okay, that's, we're talking about and that's Lewis a fact. Okay, well, he's thirty. Okay, well, he's let's, thirty-five let's, years uh, old. Thirty-nine. Go ahead. <laughs> let, okay, well, let's do a little role play real quick. Since you're saying this is how you would do things, pretend you're Freddie Roach and I'm Alex Reza. How would you come at me asking me what's in those drinks that you're talking about, and how would you rebuttal that sort of swaying of the question would go off of from Alex Reza? How would you come about it? Well, this it would have to be two ways. So in real life. So I'll tell you what he really did. This is what he did. This is what happened in real life. Before, it's like, yeah, Manny, we're going to get Ariza, you know. You know. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, we know, I know. All right. Hey, Ariza, this is what he asked him. Hey, Ariza, (laughs) everything good? That's what he asked him. Hey, are we good? Yeah, yeah, we good. That's what he asked him. If he cared, he would have said, hey, Alex, what you rubbing (laughs) on What you rubbing on him, Alex? Oh, uh, well, uh, how's, your, how's your family going? How's your, how's your family doing, man? Uh, you got got to be. Hey, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, Alex, Alex, Alex. We did this last week. What the hell are you giving him? I need to know right now. My family's on the line. We can't have it. I care. I don't want him to be dirty. What are you putting in there? No, that's not what Freddie Roach said. As a grown man, like that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Like, does that make any sense to anybody? I know Janelle said that, but think about it, Janelle. You're going to let a grown man not tell you what he's putting into your livelihood if you really care? Like, how can that even flip? Is Freddie Roche that stupid? Maybe Freddie Roche is that dumb where you could just hit him with some stuff and send him on his way. But I doubt <laughs> hey, that. I think Freddie's not getting skeptical after a while. I think he's not getting skeptical as well. It's like guys are skeptical of Pacquiao. How he, like I said, on like, like a two weeks ago on the show, about Manny Pacquiao moving weight and throwing power shots for all 12 rounds and never slowed down. That shit was inhuman. I'm sure Freddie Roach had to be skeptical as well. And there was shit circulating all around the internet. Okay, Manny Pacquiao, this is is inhuman for a guy to fucking move and weight against bigger, strong guys like Margarito and just throw power shots for all 12 rounds and back the guy up. And, like, that shit was inhuman. I'm sure Freddie Roach had to be skeptical after a while. He had to be like, okay, is this, I mean, uh, Mayweather Senior started it. After the uh, Cotto fight, he's like, this guy got to be on something. But after a while, I think Freddie Roach had to be skeptical as well. And this is what made him ask Alex Ariza, okay, now what is in that? What is that? What's in this? What's in that? Him since he had to be, because that shit is inhuman. Manny, there's no other guy who moved up in weight like that and was throwing power shots with Pacquiao for all 12 rounds. That shit is inhuman. It's like Canelo loads up too much, and he gets tired by the sixth, seventh round. He needs some, uh, a little break or whatever. That's human. I mean, that's human right there. And Manny Pacquiao against Margarito, if you watch that fight, those are all closed fist shots he was wearing on Margarito. There's no way he do this shit. It's like boxers would throw like fucking like, like three, four power shots in one round. And they'll pace themselves. And that's how you pace yourself in the fight game. But, but Manny Pacquiao was throwing thousand punches a fight, power shots nonstop, and that shit isn't human. Freddie Rose had to be skeptical after a while. He had to start believing the shit that he was hearing. It was like, okay. Uh, man, I mean, he's got to be getting something from somebody. If he's not doing it, you got to look at Alex Ariza. And that's what made him skeptic. I mean, that's what I believe. I, mean, I believe. All right. And a lot of sports right. is, is these trainers who see these fighters as a come up. Okay, now my fight looking stronger. He's looking stronger than ever. Okay, 
And Manny Pacquiao gave Alex Reza his name or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, and after that, a lot of guys started on hiring Alex Reza as their coach. If you watch the Brona Margarita, um, uh, Brona um, Madonna fight at the end of 11th round, uh, Alex Reza, he slid something in, in, uh, something in a dude's mouth. He looked around, he was sneaky, but he put it in a little napkin and he put it in his mouth, and then I don't, and I'm saying all of a sudden the guy was all better again. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it's, yo, it's mad crazy shit out there nowadays that's going to fucking help oh, with uh, stamina and endurance and shit. It's like, but these, you see, these, these trainers, it's it's a come up. If they're fighting looking stronger than ever, a lot of other guys are going to look at this guy, okay, um, I'll, um, um, I'll hire you uh, to train me for this fight, my strength conditioning, and la, 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 and that's more money coming. That's more clientele. So it's like, well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't believe these athletes really know what they're taking. And the guy's not educated. I spoke to Clean Will Wall about this shit personally. I know the guy. And, and he's like, yo, um, but after that, okay, I started um, asking questions and reading every ingredient that's in this and that and third, and he's been clean ever since. It's these trainers, I believe, man. Oh, <laughs> disrespect! <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, well, hey, get out of here, man. <laughs> I love the analysis. Uh, all right, let's go to the caller eight three two. Let's see if he's a uh, uh, a guy who is uh, if he's training a fighter and he asks me, pretending I'm Alex Ariza, what's in that drink? And I'm asking, I'll oh, change the subject. Oh, baby, don't worry about nothing. How's your family going? What's going on, caller from eight three two? How you doing? Yo, 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 what's going on, fella? Yo, sounds like, like my guy Wilt over here, huh? Yeah, that's me, man. That's me, man. I'm listening, man. I'm listening to this guy kind of like trying to take up for this dude feeling this old drug test, man. And, and I don't give a damn what kind of – what kind. well, first of all, before I get into a shout-out to, you know, outside of boxing, you know, Willow the King and, and, and R.C., man, how you fellas doing today, man? We good, Will. Yo, man. Your boys did yeah. something. Did something final. Yeah, yeah. They, they they showed out a little bit today, but you know, back to the business. What I was talking about. There is no yeah. way you can tell me an athlete accidentally takes steroids, man. If they tested for this shit and they and they fail these drug tests, a lot of times these motherfuckers know what's up. Whether they be boxing playing baseball, football, basketball, whatever the case may be, whether they shooting it in their ass, whether they rubbing it in the top of their head, whether they, however they putting it on, they know what the game is, man. And I feel like homie just, just that's not his first time testing dirty and, and shit. Before I was kind of like skeptical about thinking that Wilder was a factor in the heavyweight division, but I guess he is who they say he is, man. And uh, shit, I I I I I I'm not putting my faith in nobody enough to take some shit and not know what's in it. I, I, and I and you ain't got to go to Harvard or, or no other Ivy League college to to you know what I'm saying to know if you're taking some fire shit or not. You know what I'm saying? Period. Point blank. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. What I feel, man. Yeah, I know, you know, Janelle's a good dude, and, you know, and and his boy is Mo, and I understand that. But even if it was my partner, I'd just be like, hey, man, I think he cheated. You know, boys just cheat, you know, maybe he didn't know. You know, it might be, you might not know, but you know. You know what I'm saying? So you're not asking any questions. That's yeah. the same as no one. You know, hey, I'm getting strong. Exactly. Damn, I ain't never, I ain't never been this strong. Woo! Pimples all on my back. Oh, uh, man, I ain't never, uh, I ain't never I, had I this. Ooh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling fresh. Ooh, ooh. man, what is, uh, what did he give me? I didn't ask him though. Oh, I got pop. I didn't even know I was on nothing. You didn't know you was on nothing though. You felt the best you've ever felt since you was 18 years old. You knew something. Like, let's get out of here. You know, I, right. I, I'm 100 percent with you, man. Oh, I get yeah, it. You like. Just like uh, just like how Barry Bonds didn't know he was being given the wrong stuff. It makes I, I get what you mean right there. Exactly. Well, hey, you, you put on the hat. You usually got a seven and a half, and then you're like, God damn, my seven and a half. I gotta get a seven <laughs> hat. Damn, I gotta get a, a eight. What's <laughs> I'm dropping balls like man, I'm feeling fresh. Woo, damn. Like yeah, come on, Barry. Like we don't. <laughs> 
We don't believe you. I don't believe anybody that say they actually take a steroids for six months, man. You know what no, I'm saying? No and Ortiz don't have high blood pressure. Like, get out of here. You should already. That should have been on the thing. Hey, what medication man. are you taking? What medication are you taking? I'm taking this medication. And that's it. Then he could have did it. So they had to get the doctor, pay the doctor to come out here and, you know, and say, yeah, you know, he, you know, he is taking the, he probably is. They probably got it to him. Oh, shit. We couldn't mask it. There was, there's, uh, there's stories about him missing the press conference because he was getting IVs in the hospital trying to wash it out, you know. So there's all kinds of stuff. Ortiz is a cheater. Wilder should not fight him. I know that's going to, uh, it's going to put, it's not going to put a bad taste in boxing because we still got Lomachenko versus uh, versus Rickendow. We still have uh, um, your, uh, Porter fighting. We still got uh, Joshua fighting. So we still got fights. Wilder said he wasn't going to fight cheaters. I would not fight Ortiz. Let's move on. I would. I would. He, he, I know he's you saying would. these statements, talking about like, uh, what do he say? He he passed Tyson as far as being the most feared man in boxing. Do you echo those sentiments also, my friend? Well, check. Hey, if the, your last fighters are taking steroids, either that means. That can mean one or two things to me. If the last three guys that you fought all got busted for masking agents, I think they all got busted for masking agents, right? But and then one guy got he had a heart. One guy had a heart problem. One guy got high blood pressure. You know, everybody got these physical uh, ailments that they're not uh, relaying to the doctor before they take these drug tests for some reason. But you know. If four guys do that, if three guys out of your last three, that either means that these guys are scared shitless of you or everybody's doing wrong. So at this point, Hmm. you know, really, you know, at the end of the day, it's probably leaning more towards everybody's doing wrong. But until that can be proven, we've got to say that he's feared. And, you know, they were probably still, you know, that's how I take it. But probably more than likely everybody is doing Roy's except the few elite Americans of darker color, probably. And that's where I'll leave that. That's probably the only guys that aren't doing Roy's. So the other guys, like the other darker guys on the other side, as we see with uh, your boy Ortiz, they're Roy up. Uh, and the rest of are I'm not a doctor, so I cannot confirm or deny any of these allegations going at Luis King Kong Ortiz. Innocent until proven guilty is what this country is based upon, and that's what I'm going to wait for to see the final results involving everything that's going on in this case. So that's all I got to say about that for now. Deontay Wilder gets away with another one. First it was Povetkin. Forget the other bum's name. But just want to see or just want to see him in these fights, and it's, it's just unfortunate that we don't get a chance to. Now, is he the most feared man in boxing because of? Is he the baddest man on the planet, like he says he is? Mm, I don't know. Hey, it leans that so. way. He's got he's mm. got the he's he's got the cards to play. When they say, "Why do you feel this way?" He could say, "Because of this," and you got to say, "All right." You might not believe it, but that is <laughs> yeah. you know. That is something. He's got these facts right here. Hey, man, last three guys, they got caught cheating. They scared. You're like, yeah, well, what can you say? They not scared? They cheating. Shannon Briggs ain't seem scared of him, but we all know Shannon Briggs still on. He's still uh, in detention until November 14th. But uh, anyways, another news. I think we covered that one right there. You did mention that Porter's got a fight coming up November 4th against Adrian Granados. A lot of people would know that guy's name, the Chicago fighter, who was in the ring with A.B. not too long ago. Adrian Granados and Sean Porter, that's a weird matchup, man. I don't know how that one's going to work. You got you got the, the little headbutt and midget and Sean Porter, and you got a real scrappy Adrian Granados who really put on a pretty good effort against Adrian Broner when they fought in uh, Cincinnati, I believe it was. One of those fights you might want to keep an eye out looking forward. About a month away from Joshua Pulev. Bell U. Hay, too, just got announced. 
But let's go down from the order where we started off from. Porter and Granados, how you feeling about that fight, Willa? Let me guess, you got Sean Porter winning that one, huh? Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, Sean Porter, uh, is uh, his father is a friend of the show. Uh, hopefully we'll get him on for some and then be able to move towards Sean, you know, as we grow up the podcast. But, yeah, I, Granados, he gave, he gave Broner some good work. Um, he looked okay against a guy who only fights um, 30 seconds per round, if that. So, yeah, you know, this is probably just a tune-up for bigger things for for Porter. He's probably just wiped this guy out. Porter, same old Porter. He's coming in. He's using tactics that some call, would call cheating. Um, you know, he's going to be the same guy. So this is just uh, just boxing for us to see a little showcase. And you need showcases every now and then. And that's what I think this is. No disrespect to Granada, but he's not knocking nobody out. Um, so I don't see this going too long. But we'll make our predictions a little closer to the fight. But, you know, I'm not mad at this fight. Like I said, he's Porter's looking for bigger and better things. And uh, this is just a tune-up. Most definitely, most definitely. Then you got your boy Anthony Joshua getting in the ring with Pulev coming up pretty soon here, about a month away from that. Now we know that the Wilder fight is up in there with Ortiz. But I definitely see... Anthony Joshua coming out on top of this victory. I keep the prediction of when and how, when the time is right. But the best thing about this whole mix-up with Luis Ortiz and uh, the, the allegations and all that sort of stuff is that Deontay Wilder most likely will have, you know, a cab driver lined up ready to come in for a substitute and uh, end up getting put on World Star. So we will have what looks to be Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder somewhat in between maybe summertime next year. Build this one up. Biggest heavyweight fight we've had in a while. So uh, looking forward to see Anthony and Joshua put in some work coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, uh, another guy that I saw uh, that uh, that Deontay Wilder might have hit it was, uh, was Juicy, a guy that I hinted earlier. That's probably juicing. I've said, you know, I've I've gone, I've been wavering on that. Do I think Joshua is juicing? But every time I just look at a picture of this guy right now, I'm like, this guy, come on, bro. Like this guy is huge. So, but it's good to see him. He's good for boxing. He, um, you know, he's billion dollar paydays for guys. So we'll get to see him fight Pulev. I believe Pulev. If I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that Pulev was one of the guys that um, failed the drug test for Wilder uh, not too long ago. So it's all going it's all going uh, full circle. Um, you are correct, sir. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, some easy work. We all know that. Just another showcase. Like I said, um, Joshua, you know, his last fights have been uh, Dylan White. Charles Martin, which was which was whack. So he he's fought Dylan White, which was a good good opponent. Charles Martin, who who sold us out. You know we know how that went. Brazil, who is supposed to be a little better. Then he did a, another showcase. Vladimir Klitschko. Now he's doing Pulev, who's not really a showcase, but he really is. And then so his his boxing uh, his resume shows us that he usually gets a good fight, gives us a little showcase. Even the even though these showcases aren't really bad, like bums, like we would say Wilder would fight. You, you know, these guys have names. But so you know, I'm not mad at him for fighting the guy who left, who does have a name, who some thinks that he's okay, but he'll knock him out and just give us another showcase fight to end out the year before we get to, uh, you know, to the world class Lomo Rigo. So I ain't mad at that either. Seems like we got a lot of beef coming up with the heavyweight division. Have you been keeping up on some of this stuff going on? I don't know if you follow Shannon Briggs or Tyson Too Fast Fury on Twitter. It's like every day these guys are going at it like little high school girls, posting memes, custom-made memes with them. You got Shannon Briggs impersonating Tyson Fury, talking like a woman afraid to answer the door. You got Tyson Fury telling him to fight people his own age. It seems like when the Danny Garcia-Keith Thurman fight had happened a while back that it did, all the welterweights were basically ringside having a party, welterweight party down there. 
everyone in the heavyweight division don't get along with each other. Everybody's got beef. I mean, you know what? It's two shit talkers. We know how Tyson Fury is, and we know how how Shannon Briggs is. Let's go, champ. All this and that. Very entertaining fight, I would say. Would you be interested in seeing that fight going on sometime coming up here soon, Willie? Uh, no. To an old guy and a fat guy, it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> Shannon Briggs. Uh, he doesn't didn't so Shannon Briggs got popped too, right? Am I am I mistaken? Yeah. Right, no, he just you're, got you're correct. He's uh, he's right. in detention until yeah. November fourteenth. Yes, sir. Right. So yeah, no, I don't want to see no eighty year old guy. Uh, well, he ain't eighty, but <laughs> he's old. You know, I don't want to see no guy like Briggs fight, especially after he just got popped. Maybe two years ago, I probably would have wanted maybe wanted to see it. Maybe not really. I, I think he's too small for uh, Tyson Fury when Tyson Fury can fight. But Tyson Fury looks fat. He was just over there at his brother's fight talking noise. He looks horrible. I thought he retired, came back again. I don't think he's ever going to fight again the way he looks. So I'm not. That doesn't, you know. It sounds good, but they're just entertaining themselves because they're not going to be doing anything for a while. Oh, man, that would have been a nice little sideshow fight. I think it would be uh, interesting three rounds that it lasts either way. Both guys have been like a celebrity death match, boxing match. I don't think these guys are going any distance rounds, especially Tyson too fat fury in real life, how big this guy's looking. I mean, the man's about – he looks like he got to cut about 100 pounds just to make weight. So probably not going to happen, even though they're hyping it up all crazy in the way this stuff's going on. Um, as I mentioned, we got the Hey Bell You fight, the second part coming up, which I was really surprised. Uh, I don't know if Janelle wants to speak on it when it first happened. Because I remember Janelle posting a picture of, of uh, how fat Tony Bellew looked compared to how chiseled up that David Hay looked coming into that fight. And David Hay got the shit beat out of him. Yeah, you could say that he got the Achilles injury that really bothered him. And, you know, kudos to him for being able to finish a fight and stay on his feet after, you know, tearing his Achilles. That shit was crazy, man. And hats off to that. I don't, I, I don't know how he was able to do something like that. That's, that's superhuman damn near. But but uh, for Tony Bellew to come off the movie Creed being pretty Ricky Cologne and then coming into the heavyweight division, moving up from cruiserweight and actually beating somebody, you know, he, he put the fight over a little bit more than he should have, but, uh, you know, still a big win for Tony Bellew. You know, he says that he beat the boogeyman in the heavyweight division. That's why he's not afraid of guys like Wilder. He said his heavyweight credentials is. Uh, is already better than Wilder's in only one fight compared to Deontay's or whatever he has, 30-something fights. Uh, if a second fight happens, hopefully it won't be ended by the, the similar result that happened the first time because I think that if it would have been some competitive rounds moving forward, I think, like, uh, you know, it would have been a really good fight. But um, I don't know. We, it seems like we're damn near doing a heavyweight show with all this shit going on today. Um but, yeah, the business is picking up in the big man side of the sport. Hey, yeah, most definitely. We do a boxing show. Heavyweight is a part of boxing. We don't uh, we don't discriminate. Uh, but, yeah, Bellew fighting old ass David Hay again. Uh, last time, like you said, it was uh, it was some kind of his knee. or What, what was it again? Was it his knee or his shoulder or some kind of fool? Yeah, Achilles, the UK brother. Oh, Achilles. Oh, yeah, he popped his Achilles sort of. Yeah. But he was still fighting afterwards, right? So he popped it, then he fought yeah. a little bit, then he quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We remember Kobe popped his, took two free throws barely, and, and, and got carried off the uh, off the court. So, barely. You know, David Hay pulling a, pulling a U.K. pulling a U.K. brother thing. Uh, I don't want to see uh, – yeah, I mean, he's probably going to get his ass whooped again. Uh, we saw last time, looked like he was scared. <laughs> uh, Tony Bellew, who isn't really the real deal, I don't think, uh, but he's good enough to beat an old-ass David Hay, you know, who at his prime would have washed this guy up pretty easily. But, you know, but don't be surprised if, if Hay fails a, fails a piss test. We'll just keep it on that day. <laughs> yeah, don't be surprised. Man, you sounded like somebody else used to be on the show with us when it comes to all these accusations of people being dirty or not. But that's all right, though. That's all right. I like it. It's it's good to – we always got to uh, keep a, a third eye open and see – read between the lines and, and, and see between the myths when it comes down to the sport. Because, yeah, if you look at David Hay, 
Mm. Well, let's check what's going on in them shakes, bro. Let's let, let's get a look see what's going on in there. But um, you know, man, uh, I just wanted to mention one more thing before we get out of here since I wasn't able to do it last week. Hats off to Andre Ward. Phenomenal career. Coming from myself, I wasn't much of a fan of the guy. He was a cure for insomnia for a good portion of his career when it came to me. But when he did decide to move up and wait, was taking care of business and fighting the way that, oh, shit, I wish he fought the entire career. But um, smart fighter, one of the most intelligent fighters, great fighter. Andre Ward is one of the best fighters to ever come into this sport and beat the game. He beat the game as far as leaving with a level head, a great competitor, one of the smartest guys to come into this sport and walk out with all his money taken care of, family taken care of. Andre Ward is one of the best commentators on ESPN, on Showtime Boxing, HBO Boxing, wherever you put him, in the ring or in the microphone. Andre Ward is elite at everything he does, and he finished his career being at the very top of his game, being one of the best fighters to come in this sport and leave the sport the way he did. He crushed the crusher, the killer, the man with the body, made him quit. Andre Ward, I salute this man. From all my boxing knowledge that I've seen, he's one of the best to ever do it. And before he left this sport, he was the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the game. Sergey Kovalev said that he would end his career. And he kind of did, but not the way he thought. Andre Ward is just that damn good. Winner of the Super Six. The last American to win gold. Certified G as far as I'm concerned. And you can't teach that. Salute to Andre Ward. Wish him the best in his future endeavors. And thank you for all that you've contributed to the sport of boxing, Mr. Andre S.O.G. Ward. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think that's the way we want to get up out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to everybody rocking with us. Everybody participating in the show. Checking in with you guys, making sure it's all good. Any final thoughts you want to speak on before we get up out of here, Willa? Uh, no, no, not at all, man. Hey, glad to have you back. Shout out to Janelle. Uh, special shout out to Janelle for uh, helping us last week. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, talk boxing next week, man. Most definitely, man. Shout out to Wilt also coming on here. I'm glad he enjoyed seeing that beatdown that Houston put on Tennessee. Y'all might got something with Deshaun Watson, Houston. He's a good kid, got a good head on his shoulder. I hope for the best of him out there. So uh, thanks to everybody. Barely. Well, you can follow. <laughs> you can follow Willa on social media at Willa the King. You can follow me at RC Show, uh, RC Presidente. And, um, you know, we will be back next week sooner than later. And uh, if you have not listened to the Willa and Wilt Show, I advise you to do so. That comes on every Wednesday, 7 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Central. And, uh, yeah, it's always great hearing from everybody. We'll be back next week with the best in boxing talk. Until then. Take care, everybody, and be safe out there. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.